If you'd like to read with me, we'll be in John chapter 1, verses 35 through 42. John 1, 35 through 42. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent the day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looking at him, looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. Thank you, Mike. Good morning, church. It's good to see each and every one of you here this morning, especially if you're visiting. And as I look across the audience today, I notice some familiar faces. And so we are glad that, that you also are here with us today. I want to uh, also welcome uh, those who are uh, joining us uh, through Facebook Live. And we're thankful that you're able to be with us as well. And we always are thankful that uh, Almighty God is joined with us as we worship Him. I hope that you have had the opportunity to pick up a bulletin and notice all the announcements that we have uh, going on for, uh, for our church family um, and all those on our prayer list. Uh, continue to remember those in your prayer. Um, I was asked to remind everyone uh, for our online directory if that, we're, that we've been working on, if you have not uh, taken an updated picture and you would like to do so, uh, you can do that in the office uh, after services this morning or you can also do that uh, next Sunday, or possibly even Wednesday, but if you'll make your way to the office area, if you would like a new picture for that online directory, uh, you can have your picture made there as well. Uh, it was also uh, brought to my attention, uh, many of you know, uh, we ask that you will continue to remember uh, not only uh, Jeff Booker and their family, uh, but also the Franks family that uh, uh, was touched, uh, touched our community in that tragic loss. Uh, and those services were here uh, at our building this past week, and there was a lot of money and things done uh, for that family. But there was also another family, the Jordan family, uh, that had a house fire and lost one of their loved ones, Dennis. Um, they are... Uh, they're from the Morris Chapel area and they're having a, a benefit, a chili soup and sandwich benefit uh, today at the Morris Chapel Community Center uh, and it begins at noon. So if you would like to participate in that, that will be at the Morris Chapel Community Center uh, today at noon. Uh, this Friday, uh, there was such a success or um, people enjoyed time together so much when we gathered for New Year's and enjoyed each other's company and played games together that uh, several are planning uh, to do that on a regular basis. The first one will be this Friday night uh, here at the building, February the 2nd, beginning at 6 p.m. And when you see family game night, that doesn't mean if, if you have a, a husband and wife and kids that you're, you can only be here. That means family. We are family. And so we want you to come and be a part of that. And if you can do so, 
so. We'll meet here at the building at 6 p.m. Uh, I think back over here in the back, uh, you need to bring desserts and drinks. Uh, soups and grilled cheese sandwiches will be provided. So uh, there, uh, not just the time to eat together, but also to enjoy uh, each other's company. It's a great opportunity for us to spend time together. In fact, uh, Greg and I were talking. Uh, there were several that came on New Year's uh, Eve that night and said, we're just going to come and spend a few hours, and they ended up staying the whole time. And that's how much fun we had together, and so we want to encourage you to come and be a part of that. Also, um, on Monday, February the 5th, uh, we will be uh, feeding the teen, uh, home-cooked meal to the Teen Challenge group uh, that will be over at their facility. I think somewhere around 5. Is that, is that right, Bill? At 5 o'clock? About 5 o'clock. Uh, so if you would like to help with that, uh, please see Miss Carol Ellison or Diane Wilkins. And so um, uh, this will be a great opportunity for us to continue to serve those men uh, at Teen Challenge. Also, don't forget, men... Uh, last year we had a great, great turnout for our men's retreat. That's coming up. We want you to mark your calendars for uh, the weekend of March the 9th and 10th. March the 9th and 10th. And uh, we will have a, a great time together. Um, we're going we're gonna to end on Saturday about lunchtime. And so we want you to come on Friday evening and then also on, uh, on Saturday and enjoy that. We're going to be talking about commitment. Uh, so there's going to be some great things discussed and uh, talk, uh, talk to us about. And it will be a great time of fellowship. So you will not want to, uh, to miss that. I hope you have your Bibles open to the book of John, chapter 1. We're going to begin there in just a few minutes. Uh, if you'll notice on the screen, we're talking about living as followers of the King. And I recall a funny story. Maybe you've heard it before. I, I think I may have shared it with you before. But it's fitting for uh, this idea of following. There's a story of a, a young lady who uh, was driving along and she had gotten caught in a snowstorm. And she remembered what her father had always told her. If you ever get stuck in a snowstorm, just wait for a snowplow to come by and follow it. And so she waited for a little bit and there long comes a snowplow. And she begins following the snowplow. And she followed that snowplow for about 45 minutes. Finally, the driver of the truck of the snowplow gets out, goes back to the car and says, What are you doing? And she said, well, my father always told me if I ever get stuck in a snowstorm to wait for a snowplow and follow the snowplow. And he said, well, I'm done with the Walmart parking lot. You can follow me over here to the Kmart parking lot. There's nothing wrong with following someone as long as we know where they're going. Is that correct? Amen. And so it's important that we're always aware of who we're following, who we're leading, and where they're going and where we're going. And so what I want us to notice, I appreciate Mike reading this passage of Scripture, uh, but I want us to read through it again and go all the way down to the end of, ch end of the chapter uh, and, and see some of the things. There's two points I want us to briefly notice this morning as it relates to uh, living as followers of the King. John chapter 1, beginning in verse 35. Again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus, he walked and said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, seeing them, followed and said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, uh, when translated, teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. Some say that's around four o'clock. 
One of the two heard John, who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And first, he first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Now when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. Your version might say, which is translated Peter. The following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite, indeed in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, you believe. You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. There's two things I want us to notice from this text this morning. First of all, as it relates to living as a follower of the King, we must seek Jesus and follow Him. When John the Baptist saw Jesus walk by the, sec the next day, he said again, Behold the Lamb of God. Now the day before in verse 29, he had said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. As we stated a few lessons ago, John didn't declare, Hey, this is, uh, this is the conqueror, the conquering leader of your enemies. But he said, This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. These disciples likely were familiar with the sacrificial lamb of the law. They likely were familiar of how Abraham had confidence in God that God would provide a sacrificial lamb in the place of his son Isaac in Genesis 22. They also likely were familiar uh, in Exodus chapter 12 that they would remember that there was a sacrificial lamb offered at the Passover. Also in Exodus chapter 29, they would be familiar that a sacrificial lamb was used in the offerings in the tabernacle and also in the temple. They would have been familiar with verses like this. Isaiah 45 and verse 22. Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. They would have been familiar with passages like Isaiah 65 verses 1 and 2. Notice what the Bible says. I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I was ready to be found by those who did not seek. And I said, Here am I, here am I, to a nation that was not called by my name. I spread out my hands all the days to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices. You see, Jesus came to teach a better way. Jesus came to live as an example uh, that we should follow. But one of the main reasons Jesus came was to die for our sins. 
That's how much Jesus loves us. No, in reality, that's how much Jesus loves the world. That He came to die for our sins. When these two disciples, Andrew and likely the other is the author, John, when they heard John the Baptist say, Behold the Lamb of God. Did you notice what they did? They immediately, they turned and they followed Him. They knew there was something special about Jesus. And so they followed. Following has the idea of the Word to be in the same way with, to accompany. And they knew when they saw Jesus, they had to accompany Him. They had to be in the same way with Him. And when Jesus noticed them following Him, did you notice His question? Later, twice, later on in the book of John, He's going to ask people, Whom do you seek? But He didn't ask Andrew and John that. He asked them, What do you seek? Oh. Were they seeking salvation full and free, entrance into the kingdom of God? Were they seeking removal of sin from the Lamb of God? Whatever it is they were seeking, this is what they knew. Jesus can take care of it. Jesus can take care of it. Several times in our working with the guys at Teen Challenge, I'm sure those working at the jail, anytime you work with people who are going through uh, some difficulties like that, or addictions, one of the things that comes up in those studies or in those working with those people, uh, that it's always brought up that we are looking to fill this hole with inside us. And many times in life, people fill that hole, that void, with all kinds of things except for God. And it's not until we fill that void with God, with our Lord, with the King of kings, that we truly find peace. Andrew and John heard, Behold the Lamb of God. I've got to follow. What was it they were seeking? Well, their answer to Jesus reveals some of that. They said, Rabbi, which is translated the teacher, where are you staying? Many believe they were seeking uninterrupted time with Jesus. Maybe they were seeking this and they were just too afraid to ask Him directly, can we have some special time with you? And so they asked, where are you staying? They wanted to seek, here it is, fellowship with Jesus. They wanted fellowship with Jesus. They wanted to spend time with Him. And so the Bible says that they spent that day with Jesus. Now that conversation is not recorded. Oh, but I wish it was, don't you? That conversation must have been something. It must have been awesome. Because it changed the lives of Andrew and John. They must have found what they were truly seeking. But here it is. Here's what we have to ask. What's the lesson for us? The lesson for us is to challenge ourselves by asking, what am I seeking? What is it I'm really seeking? Am I seeking Jesus? The King of kings? Oh, we hear that a lot, don't we? Jesus, the King of kings? 
Am I seeking the one, the one who can take away the sin of the world? We need to seek Jesus and we need to follow Him to be living as followers of the King. But that's not it. Notice what happens beginning in verse 41. Not only do we need to seek Jesus and follow Him, but here's another important thing. Here's another challenge for us. We need to lead others to follow Him. Notice, notice what Andrew did in verse 41. The Bible says he immediately goes and finds, listen to him, someone that meant a lot to him. He immediately goes to his brother Simon Peter. And he says, we found the Messiah. We have found Him. Not only did he stop there, not only did he go and he tell him about the Messiah, Andrew said, come on, you've got to go see. And he took him to Jesus. Oh, and we know, we know the great things that Peter did for the kingdom of God. Andrew went and found his brother and says, listen, we found him. You've got to come see Him. But He didn't stop there. Later in John chapter 6, in the feeding of the 5,000, do you know who it was that brought the young boy with the barley loaves and fishes to Jesus? It was Andrew. Later in John chapter 12, He, along with Philip, they bring some Greeks who, were, who had come to worship in the grain feast. They bring them to Jesus. You see, he immediately went to his family. He immediately went to his brother, Simon Peter. But then, Andrew didn't stop there. He continued to bring people to Jesus. Many commentators also believe this is the time when John, the Apostle John of the Gospel of John and others, went and found his brother James and also brought him to Jesus. You see what's happening? They find Jesus, they follow Jesus, and they go find others and lead them to following Jesus as well. Now I want you to search your hearts and minds as we think about these questions. Who's my Peter? Who's my family member that I need to go to and tell about Jesus? Who's that young person in my life that I need to tell about Jesus? Who's that neighbor or that friend that I need to tell about Jesus? Who is that person that might be seeking Jesus and they come to me and asking questions, who is it in my life that I need to lead to Jesus? Who is it in my life that I need to, like we've talked about, be witness to the light in my life, to what Jesus has done in my life, and I go and I tell that person, who is it in my life? You'll notice the Bible says Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and so he crossed over the Jordan and he goes into the area of Galilee and he finds Philip. 
When he finds Philip, he says, follow me. Come be in the same way with me. Come and co- accompany me. And it's interesting. Did you know what the Bible, did you notice what the Bible says about where Philip is from? Philip is from the same place Andrew and John are from. And Peter, rather. Perhaps Andrew and Peter also told Philip. And Philip maybe is already there seeking Jesus. And Jesus finds him and says, follow me. It seems that Philip answers the question or answers the statement that Jesus says, follow me with a resounding yes. Because notice what he does next. He goes, I love this. I think this is going to become one of my favorite chapters in Scripture now, in addition to Philippians chapter 3. He goes and he finds Nathaniel. Are we seeing a progression here? All these guys who found Jesus, they followed Him and then they went and told other people. But they didn't stop once they told one. They continued on. And he goes and finds Nathanael and in verse 45 he says, We have found Him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Now, here's the reality part. Not everybody's going to respond like we want them to. What did Nathaniel say? Can anything good come from Nazareth? Are you kidding me? You're telling me about a guy from Nazareth? There's nothing good from Nazareth. You know, here's the reality. We may go tell people family members, friends, young people, whoever, we may go tell them about Jesus and what Jesus has done in our life. But guess what? We need to be ready and realize they may not be ready to hear. They may not be ready to hear. If ever. They may not be ready yet, but later they might be. You see... Our job is to tell it and to live it. That's our job. We cannot make the decisions for people, even the people we love dearly. Our job is to tell it and to live it. That's what Andrew did. That's what John did. That's what Philip did. Likely, that's what Nathaniel did as well. When Nathaniel spent some time with Jesus. You see, that's the trick. When people spend time with Jesus, what do they come to realize? Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Do you remember when Jesus was hanging there on the cross? Wasn't it one of the centurions that said, Truly, this is the Son of God. You see what we need to remember? What Barry has to remind himself sometimes? I'm not the change. I'm not the difference. It's Jesus. I'm just the messenger. 
The change comes when people are connected with Jesus. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The King of Kings. As life recently has taught us, life is brief. Now this comes to my mind and I do not say this to draw attention to any one of you. But you go to those who've lost loved ones recently. And however long those loved ones were in their life, I challenge you. I challenge you to ask them, is life brief? Oh, but you had your loved one for 60, 70 years. But life is brief. And they will tell you, life is brief. And life experience has taught us that. Exactly what James says. Life is but a vapor. Here one moment and then gone the next. So what's important then? That I find Jesus and I follow Him. And that I also lead others to follow Him as well. Why? Because we know, John chapter 14, we know there's no, there's absolutely no way to be with the Father in heaven except through Jesus. And we know that. That's why it's important that we find Jesus and follow Him. And that's why it's important that we, like Andrew, like John, like Philip, likely like Nathaniel, and others, that we also share Jesus with people, especially the people that we care about. Eli Black was a brilliant, brilliant businessman. And he's known for only a couple of things. He's known for the multi-million dollar joining of the, the whole United Fruit Conglomerate. And he's also noted for jumping to his death from the 42nd floor of the Pan Am building in New York City. In the book, An American Company, an executive describes a business luncheon that he had with Eli Black. And he says in that story, he says, I was having lunch with Eli Black and, and the waiter brought over some cheese and crackers as an appetizer. And Eli, he grabbed the plate and he put it over by him. He kept on talking the whole time and he put his arm around guarding the plate. The whole time he kept talking in the business talk. The executive that's meeting with him commented, you know, I haven't eaten in several hours. I, I would love to have some cheese and crackers. But the whole time, Eli Black, he just continues to talk. He grabs a, a, a cracker with cheese on it and he's the whole time talking. He's, got it, he's covering it with his other arm and he's got it on his finger and he's just talking, this whole business talk, the whole time. Finally, he lays the cracker down on the executive's plate. The whole time he's guarding the other, the plate of crackers and cheese. It was obvious to that executive, 
from those events that Eli Black was in charge. He was going to do whatever he could, it took manipulation or whatever. He was going to be in charge of the situation. And when we think about the life of Eli Black, we're challenged to remember who it is we follow. Eli Black was a successful businessman. But his following, or his leadership, led to suicide. But you see, when we follow Jesus Christ, He's the one that ends with eternal life. So who are you seeking today? Are you really seeking Jesus? Because when Andrew and John heard, Behold the Lamb of God, they followed. And it made all the difference in their life. Not only that, because it made such a difference in their life, they said, I want to bring others, especially my brother, especially those I love and I care about, but on and on through Scripture, they were constantly leading others to Jesus. Are you here today and Jesus is not in your life? We want you to know there's no other way to the Father in Heaven, John 14, except through Jesus. Have you accepted Him and made Him the Savior of your life? shown your commitment and your obedience to Him by going down in that watery grave of baptism to rise in newness of life, to go on your way rejoicing, to say, I have found Jesus. If you haven't done that, it's our prayer that you will today. Maybe it is you found Jesus. But maybe you've wandered from the way. What better time? Because life is brief and eternity is important to give your life back to Jesus. Whatever your need is today, we pray that you will respond to the Lord's invitation. Let us pray with you. Let us assist you any way we can as together we stand and sing.